Well, we are recording this on Thanksgiving, back here with another episode of All 22, co-host Fred Curtis, with the other co-host Kelly Dawson. I imagine you all might be mentioning or mentioning, <laughs> listening to this, uh, maybe the day after Thanksgiving, a little bit later. So let us be the last to wish you a wonderful and happy Thanksgiving. Uh, don't wish you well at all on Black Friday or any of these hyper, <laughs> hyper consumer holidays, but, uh, <laughs> but do your thing. Kelly, happy Thanksgiving, bro. Happy, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you too. I'm ready to eat. Hey man, I man. just got, I literally just got done working out 30 minutes ago. So oh, he already earned, got the work in. I've earned whatever food <laughs> I'm going to eat later. And we're doing, um, just for the record, we're doing like West, I say West Indies, but my uh, wife's parents are from Trinidad. So. Oh, that's what everything. But I'm, I'm going to just blend, I'm going to just say West Indies. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's that's all. That's always what what my family is always done. Cause from Panama, so we have like the American stuff, you know, a little fried. Yeah, oh, oh, you, oh, you gotta have the mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Oh. You got the yams. Uh, yeah. So we got mac and cheese yams, but we got some oxtails. Oxtail, the rice and peas. Yeah. So jerks yeah. and plantain. Wow. Yeah. You know, you out here, bro. <laughs> so yeah. Hey, West Indies Thanksgiving. Hey. You know, it's way better than American Thanksgiving. Hey, amen. It's the only way to go. <laughs> Only way to go. Uh, yeah. I get some oxtail in y'all life today. Oh, yeah, <laughs> ever more, even though they're like $28 a dog, something like man, them things like crazy. It's the same as chicken wings. Chicken <laughs> wings used to be cheap, they found out everybody likes chicken wings, right? So it's the price. Oxtails right used to be like, like garbage food. That's real. They're like, oh, these are pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like gentrification of food. Hey, supply and demand. It's exactly. Gentrification, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, yeah, man, hope y'all eat good. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving for those who, um, you know, maybe aren't uh, as, as fortunate to be around family and whatnot. You know, we wish you all the best thinking about you um, on this day. One quick highlight, man, if y'all like the show, uh, and I'd like to think that if you're listening to us, you do, um, go ahead and drop by our website www.relentless.love. We got um, books on there, merchandise, a, a shop that you can go to, um, you know, check some stuff out, purchase it. And it's the best way to, uh, to, to help support us. Um, so, you know, be about your, your, your support for, for small businesses um, and, uh, and, and go ahead and cop some stuff from over there. Um, today, quick, sh- quick, quick rundown. And we're going to look ahead to week 12. It's week 12 already, which is just crazy. Crazy. Um, <laughs> like, like the first, the spring, the first like half of this pandemic went by slow as I don't know what. Yeah. And then once Labor Day came, we just, you know, looked up and was like, oh, you know, um, and the year is about to be over, which I can't say I'm upset about 2020 can can forever stay in the review. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll look ahead to week 12. Interesting matchups. Um, we're going <laughs> to talk about who wins the NFC least. Um, somebody from that division honestly has to make the playoffs, which have to, man. It's, <sighs> it's crazy. I think there's a point where like Goddell steps in, like when like you could legitimately have a division winner here who only has five wins. Yeah, like you. And you at do, most they're gonna have six. At most. At most. Like you gotta do something, bro. Anyway, um, we'll we'll get into that and then play a, a tough game of who's in and who's out. The AFC playoff picture um, is something something to behold. Um, so we'll we'll dive into that and provide some analysis down the stretch. Um, I only expect to get in uh, and get out. So uh, first thing we'll dive into, though, is a little bit of a, of a recap from last week. Um, we actually talked about this on the show, 
not at length, but you know, in pretty good detail. Um, today's slate, you might be listening to this Friday. So, uh, but regardless, the Raven Steelers were supposed to play uh, Thursday at eight o'clock. That game has been pushed to Sunday at one fifteen because of just an inordinate amount of positive virus cases. Um, Baltimore lost last week to Tennessee in overtime, a game that was just kind of kind of rough to to watch. Well, if you're a Titans fan, I guess it wasn't it wasn't rough to watch. I have, um, I have one obnoxious <laughs> Titan fan as a friend. Oh, and, and I can't say anything because they have their number. Like yeah, yeah. I, I can't say anything. That's what's making me mad. It, it makes me even more mad because I don't have any comeback. Yeah, <laughs> those are the worst. Those, those are the worst. worst. I have nothing to say. Yeah, and 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 we had talked about this. There's just some um, there's some some legitimate concerns in uh, Baltimore and, and a few playoff teams who started the season, you know, on fire, sort of on gung ho, um, have some concerns they need to address down the stretch if they really have have any sort of shot of making a deep playoff run, let alone get into the Super Bowl. Oh, literally. My bad, but um, no. top top to bottom, um, like every team, like you said, every team has a concern. Mm-hmm. Even look, the Pittsburgh Steelers are undefeated. I don't want to say I'm not even getting into like the worst undefeated team because I don't think they're the worst undefeated team. But we're praising that defense is pretty good. Defense is fine. Like, that defense gives up some yards on the ground. All right, yeah. the Ravens ran for 200 on them, which still blows my mind why they didn't keep running the ball. Even with Lamar Jackson's turnovers, they could have won that game anyway. <laughs> but um, Big Ben isn't exactly – that offense isn't exactly lighting it up. No. Like, I think they're um, they're milling a roll as far as yardage. All right, they have some solid receivers – uh, but they're not, they're still not lighting it up. They're not lighting it up on the ground as well. So you have Kansas City, that defense has been, it, that defense has regressed from the, the second half of last season. The second half of, la- of last season, they yeah. came on and they came on pretty strong, which translated to the Super Bowl. Um, Buffalo Bills, they're ranked, they're, they're third in the AFC. And, you know, they just lost a heartbreaker to Arizona. Josh Allen's pretty good. But, you know, in certain situations, they can't run the ball. Yeah. So, And that's just the AFC. And I can get into the NFC, but all these playoff teams, no matter what their record is, they still have legitimate concerns <laughs> going into the postseason. And the Ravens just – their concerns are being highlighted now because they've lost four games already. Right. They had these same concerns last year. <laughs> right. I mean, they were there. They were proud. We saw them in the playoffs. <laughs> they just kept finding ways to win games. Uh, we talked about this last week, how, you know, they lost their three tight end package. So there's not enough, you know, disguising and things like that. Um, I was watching, I think, Get Up, uh, Dan Orlowski and uh, uh, Ryan Clark were saying the offense is just slow. No playmakers. We talked it, about this. <laughs> well, no, just how they operate. Everything is slow. Mm. Even like the motions, there's no jet motion where there's no, where there's misdirection like it was last year. Yeah. It's completely different. I don't understand how. <laughs> so, yeah, every all these teams have legitimate concerns and it's really about, and this is why I'm kind of bullish on the Ravens, even though I'm kind of being a homer, but kind of not. <laughs> Their schedule sets up well, but if they can grill off some wins, get some momentum, it's yeah. all about who's hot going into the playoffs. Yeah, Just absolutely. getting a dance. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, more than any other year, I think it's, is you just, you just got to get in. Um, and, and I'm actually, well, number one, I think like last year when they lost the divisional game, there was a lot of talk of, Oh, you know, Ravens and whoever everyone else was just overconfident just knew they were going to win the Super Bowl. And I, that's revisionist history. Did anybody expect them to lose to Tennessee? There were some folks I didn't know just be straight up. I thought they would beat Tennessee, but there was never, a Chiefs Ravens AFC title game was always a toss up. It, as good as Baltimore was last year, you know, everybody expected that to be an AFC championship game, but no one with any decent sort of football knowledge or understanding was like, yeah, the Ravens are going to beat the Chiefs. Like, no, that was always flip a coin. You know, are they going to be able to get pressure on Pat Mahomes? Can they score with him? So on and so forth, because they had already lost to Kansas City earlier in the year. Granted, the game was a little bit closer to the final score. Um, but I'm a little bit more bullish on them this year as well. You mentioned the schedule and everybody talks about how they just steamrolled people last year. And historically they did, you know, have a very large point differential, Um, but they played a variety of close games last year. They beat Pittsburgh in overtime. Uh, The first game against Cincinnati, I think they won by uh, one touchdown or one score rather. Um, San Francisco is late in the season, three point game, Buffalo late in the season, one score game. And then they played the Jets and the Browns. So of course you're going to blow them out. Um, found, they found ways to win. Right. And these games that they're losing are still close. They're just going the other way right, right now. I mean, last year they played, well, I think it was six games decided by one score or less. That's about on par with how many games you expect to be decided by one score or less uh, each year. So, like you said, right now they're just not finding ways to win. And, you know, I, I say this over and over again. When you lose two all-pro offensive linemen, yeah, it's going to be hard to run the football. It's going to be hard to run your normal offense. And I think that's been the huge problem. And, like, they don't have – you know, if Pat Mahomes, for example, loses two offensive linemen, maybe they just probably, you know, implement some no-tempo, uh, some fast pace, some shorter routes, maybe cut off some of the more deep stuff. Hey, we got weapons. Let's just get Tyreek and Sammy and Travis, whoever else in some space. They've got ways to adjust to that because they have weapons. Losing Marshall Yonda, Ronnie Stanley doesn't really allow that. So Yonda left in the offseason. Okay, cool. But when you lose Stanley a few weeks ago, it's like, I mean, that's a big part of what you do. You don't just lose an all-pro player. It doesn't matter where it is on the field, except maybe punter. Um, Because honestly, you're not going to lose an all-pro kicker and just keep, keep beating it either. But you don't replace players that good and just, and just keep the ball moving. And so there's also not really, there's no way to really shake up personnel at this point. And they don't have personnel already on the offense to really uh, compensate for the lack of just bullying they were able to do on the line of scrimmage last year. So, you know, that really showed itself this past Sunday. And again, with all the, with all the problems, with all the, you know, red flags they have, they should have won that game. To be honest yeah, with you, that, that that drives me even more crazy. <laughs> they take the lead, then Tennessee gets the lead with two minutes, two something and change, because they don't want to tackle AJ Brown, and they drive wow. down the field with a chance, you know, to to go up again, but settle for the field goal. Yep. I knew right there when I knew it was over. It was a wrap. You get a Tennessee the ball in overtime yeah. with Derrick Henry. You've been hitting him all game. It's he's too big, too yeah. big, too strong. You don't have two of your best defensive linemen out. Um, you mean no? You were missing three. You didn't have Judon, Calais, Campbell, yep. and you didn't have Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams. 
I mean, you can't stop Derrick Henry, but I mean, those are three. Yeah, I mean, you can't. And plus the the uh, offensive line issues. Um, There's Bryant. You know, he's not going to make a huge the difference that you need. It's a nice story. It is, and (laughs) maybe he'll have a one great game with the Ravens. And I, I think he will. I don't know against who. Um, but I was looking at a stat where outside the numbers, Lamar Jackson is last throwing as far as attempts and yardage. Doesn't even throw out there. Yeah. Because nobody gets separation. Nobody can get open. <laughs> I mean, so, that, that can only be so much of the quarterback's fault. Um, look, I mean, Baltimore has, has, some, has some glaring issues. Every team was at the top. Every every I play this way. Every team that would currently make the playoffs or is in the playoff fight right now, obviously has some issues. I think Baltimore is the one who's cooled the most since maybe three or four weeks ago. Um, over on the NFC side, you know, uh, Seattle kind of draws some parallels to Baltimore to me, and because these are things that you know, again, if you go back and listen to the show, they were deficiencies, they were weaknesses last year, they were you know, weaknesses that would be apparent in the off season. Um, and Russell just came out, you know, cooking on all cylinders. But if you have such a bad roster around him, there's only so much he can mask. And it's one of the reasons why, like, yes, even to this day, you give me a choice between Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes, I'm taking Russ. All, because Russ, the, Russ does finally have an elite weapon in DK Metcalf. I'll give you that. But he doesn't have the offensive line. He doesn't have the culture to play call. I mean, well, who do you want to call your plays? Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy or Brian Schottenheimer? Okay, so <laughs> like that's a rhetorical question. Um, but I, f- for Seattle, I do still I picked them to get to the Super Bowl, but I think there's just something missing, and 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 they they continuously try to kind of you know work little patch holes. To, to fix things up. Okay, we went out and got, you know, Jamal Adams. You know, we, last year it was, oh, we went out and got Jadavion Clowney. But it, it's kind of like, it feels like there's just an inconsistency with their roster. It's like, rather than just renovating the whole house, let's just put a painting here. Let's put this, you know, trinket we got from, from Home Goods here. And, and it's like when you're watching them, you can see, it's, and I'll put you this way and I'll, I'll shut up. <clears throat> It's different, right? Because like Sunday night, I was watching the Chiefs Raiders. Pat Mahomes gets that ball back. You know Kansas City is scoring a touchdown. You know it. Not just because Pat Mahomes is who he is, but because you know he's got some dogs who are going to get open. And they and the and their coaching staff coaches to that. When they make right. decisions, when they manage the clock, I, I honestly I feel like this in the entire fourth quarter and the second quarter, as you get down those last two minutes, they're like. We know we have on offense. Let's sort of manipulate our play calling to sort of go with that. Like, it seems like it's all in unison. You know this as a coach. Yeah. Seattle doesn't do that. Going back to that, going back to that game, when the Raiders stopped them, they were up 17 to 14. They had a stop and they went three and out. Uh I knew right there that they're going to sneak back in because Uh you had, you already, you already settled for a field goal. The next drive, they go three and out. This is your chance to put the foot in the gas. Uh-huh. You know, um, you go up 10, you know, that's a two-score game. Maybe you can withstand some of the 
you know, some of their offensive play calling and things like that. Because the defense, I want to say they played, they didn't play bad. They came up with some stops. Yeah. It's just that's that's the offense. They're going to score, they're going to score 24 points at least. At, at least. least. Yeah. And so like if you hold them to 24, you have a chance. But you you can't, you know, once you get to 28, I don't know the statistics, but they're not losing that game, man. Nah, you're not. They're not kidding. losing that game. <laughs> but I will say, whatever the Raiders are doing, other teams need to watch. Yeah. Because they're hitting them boys in the mouth. They're yeah. running the ball on them. Derek Carr has been playing well. The defense has been have been getting stops when they need to get stops. And I was so sick. I was rooting for the Raiders just because I want to see the Raiders in the playoffs. Um, but on that touchdown pass, Abrams literally, if he stays in that zone, there's no play. <laughs> I, I was sick when I saw it. As soon as he came up, I was like, touchdown. Uh... Bad eyes, man. He had... Cover three, he was in the middle of the field. Patrick Mahomes starts to scramble. He comes up. For what? Mahomes doesn't want to run. No. And if he does, let him get the first down, man. Make it hard on him. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) You know, the the more I think about it, and we'll dive into some some Week 12 previews, as as I digest just the way this season is going with with coronavirus, with, you know, the inordinate amount of injuries – it's starting to feel like this is just Kansas City, man. <laughs> like, I want it to be something. I want me too. I, I don't want to see them go back to back, but I, I, I picked the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. But how, how do you, I don't know how you stop that offense? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you can get timely stops, but it's like as soon as you give an opening, yeah, like they take advantage as soon as they need to take advantage. Or something the other team did wrong is they do it. Yeah. And then last year, Patrick Mahomes missed what four days, four games with a dislocated kneecap. He came back. Um, they lost a few games during that time. <laughs> um, they were down against the Texans and they were down in the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. But the other team couldn't capitalize. Now you give that guy, what is this? Is this year this is year four? Uh-huh. Now he's smarter. You know, last year he came out with an interview, I think, on Uninterrupted. He said, I didn't know how to – I just – I'm just figuring out how to read defenses. That's what he said Lord this past Harris. offseason. So, <laughs> he's only getting better. Now, Airbnb enemy is going to be gone this year. Yeah. You know, Andy Reid's still going to be there. But, you know, that's kind of different dynamic. You don't have two brains, you know, calling the plays. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? And you're going to have to start paying some of these guys at receiver and – you know, some some roster moves going to have to be had. So it's like one of those, hey, Kansas City might reel off three in a row. Yeah. But they better before they have to pay all these guys. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to see him start to – I don't say start to struggle. He's going to be one of the best for the next decade, if not longer. But you can already see Gruden and, Gruden and Mayock know what they're doing in Vegas. Um, the Chargers got a bad boy. And that boy gotcha. was throwing bubble screens, you know, 25% of the time, we, and I'm not we, gonna lie. We were all wrong. We were all wrong. And now, I'm all wrong. But we were all wrong because Oregon never let us True. see that he had what he had. True. But they got a bad boy. They got, they a, got bad a bad boy. boy. And <laughs> and all they need to do, if they're smart, but the Chargers might be the Chargers, 
build their team just like the Raiders. Yes. The Raiders, no, they have the highest office, uh, highest paid offensive line in the league. Bro, that's like they were missing three offensive linemen, I think, the first time they played Kansas City, and they still whooped them on the line of scrimmage. That's where it starts. Offensive line. People and they have some edge rushers. Everything else, just plug in pieces, man. They got Henry Ruggs that can stretch the field. Nelson Aguilar can stretch the field. They, they, I love, I always love Mayock over Kuiper. Um, oh, Mayock. The draft analysis. Yeah. So I knew he would be a great GM. Yeah. That's why we need, uh, well, not, I don't necessarily need, but I want to see uh, the enemy head coach in Atlanta, Lewis Riddick, GM. Oh, Super Bowl loading. That's another that's another uh combo for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl loading <laughs> if that happens. Uh, let's look ahead to some week 12 games, uh, real fast. So we talked about <clears throat> Raven Steelers. We we'll have to go too in depth. That more games will move 115. It's gonna be nasty televised on uh on NBC. I don't I honestly I, I don't know how pushing it back a few days changes who avail who's available and who isn't. Like I don't know if the game was tonight, Thursday, whenever you listen to it. Dobbins was going to be out. Ingram was going to be out. Williams was going to be out. Campbell was going to be out. Um, if all those four guys are out, Pittsburgh's winning. So let me just let me just say that. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, I still part of me wants to pick Pittsburgh, but then there's an element of like I do like the idea that this team has its back against the wall, that they've got this adversity, and again, through all the the injuries, through all the you know coronavirus stuff they're dealing with. You know, this is still a talented roster, still one of the, the better teams in the NFL, regardless of what record says. The last few weeks have been some of their toughest games, right? Schedule does matter in the NFL. And Pittsburgh is 10-0. They're not going to go 16-0. Um, part of me wants to pick Baltimore. I actually think Baltimore might get it done. However, it does depend on if just a mix and match of some of those guys can play because the game is on Sunday, right? Again, if they're missing Ingram, Ingram Dobbins, you know, Brandon Williams, Glass Camp. If they're missing all of those guys, they're not going to win. If you can get two or three of the seven or eight guys that weren't going to play Thursday to play on Sunday, I, th- I think they I think they got a chance to get off the snot. I think so too, but I think I got an alert earlier. I said they had – this is the fourth straight day with a positive test. Oh, my goodness. So I, I don't know how the game is going to be played Sunday. Wow. But – we will see. I'm hoping that it's just going to be rescheduled. I don't. I haven't looked at the, you know, the bye weeks and the, I know Pittsburgh already lost the game. That's no more. That from was... Tennessee, yeah. I believe, early in the season. Um, I don't know how that's going to work, but like you said, I, I like the back against the wall type thing against Pittsburgh in particular, just because that's a familiar foe. You know, John Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin have a lot of games they've coached against one another. So those teams are familiar. And you get a team who nobody, you know, everybody is off of and everybody's high on Pittsburgh. And those players in the locker room know that. Yeah. And so, but I don't think if, like you said, if you get, if, if you don't have those key players in there, nah. Some of those players <laughs> get back. In particular, you know, somehow you get Dobbins back. Dobbins or Ingram. Hopefully, Dobbins. Any Dobbins. You got to Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> um, and you can get – the main thing is Campbell and Williams, man. That's the big thing. Like, Campbells and Williams play Baltimore wins. Yes. Because 
Pittsburgh didn't beat them from running the ball yeah. early in the season. You know, it was um, it was driving me crazy looking at the secondary and how they was lining up and stuff. <laughs> me being a secondary coach. Bro, I knew doing? what was coming. I'm like, yeah. come on, y'all study this, man. But um, if, if, if Campbell and Williams play, I think they have a better shot. If all four of those guys are out, then nah. Yeah, that's right. Still, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Because no. division rival, yeah. but I don't think they're going to win that game. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if either of these teams are going to blow the other out anytime no. soon. No. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, like, no. they'll be up by ten in the second quarter. They can be up by seventeen in the second quarter, matter. and that game is going to be yeah. Whoever's you know, down will come back. Six point win. Yeah, yeah. I issue. I mean, the, the the Ravens could be one and ten. The Steelers could be ten and one. And the game is going to be one score. Those dark years, you know, <laughs> after the Super Bowl, yeah. they were still close games. It was still a battle. <laughs> like, you it know, it's, battle, it's something man. about the rivalry game. That stuff means something. Um, yeah. Touch up on another few here. Uh, the Raiders are in Atlanta. Uh, oh, Raiders. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. not even thinking about it. Pretty, pretty simple. I'm not picking Atlanta <laughs> ever for the re- until I'm not picking Atlanta the rest of the year. <laughs> oh, man. Fair. Fair enough. You don't have really have a reason to. Not doing it. Um, <clears throat> Chargers Bills. Justin Herbert. I gotta watch Herbert this week, man. Well, I wanted to because the Ravens supposed to play tonight, but <laughs> you got to, man. Like I, I'm telling you, I watched him for like like three weeks straight. I don't know how he was on TV, but <laughs> he was on TV for about three weeks straight, and I'm like. Okay, when he's gonna hit that wall? When he's gonna hit that wall? Yeah, he got. There it. is no wall, man. There ain't no wall. He got. There ain't it. no. Ain't no wall. Like. He already stepped into the best situation of all yep. those rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. So I knew he could be successful. It was just a matter of I didn't think for, for one, no one thought he if you thought he was going to be good, you didn't think this fast. Right. Yeah. So you have Mike Williams, jump ball specialist, you have Keenan Allen. Dog. I mean, that defense was supposed to be stout. You know, it's it's not, but yeah. Hunter Henry, like you had you already had the weapons. So, yeah, and and the thing with the Chargers is, look, man, I'm 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 all in on all the brothers, but uh, you do got Anthony Lynn got to go, and this is how you know we're 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 know we're, it, we're, we're fair on this show, and Anthony Lynn got he got to go. Uh, no, they can be like, wait, what's their record? Bad? No, I'll just fucking pull it up. <laughs> They're three and seven. They're three and seven. I'm, I don't even have the record in front of me as far as the scores. They're three and seven. I'm every bad. game, one score or less. Every every game. loss. Every loss. And every loss. I and they were leading at one point. Yep. Oh, you just flipped that. That's seven and three. Oh, and man. you can't blame that. And like you said, we we're down for the brothers. We want the brothers to succeed. Yeah. But you can't put that on anything but the head coach. You Bro, can't. that is coaching, period. That's but. that's simply coaching where yeah. you're leading in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And you just can't get it done. And and I hate that. Like I said, man, I, I, well, sue us. We root for everybody that's black. But and yeah, yeah. Anthony Lang got to gotta move on from that. To that end, I'm taking the Bills this Sunday. Um, I'm, taking, I'm taking the Bills to too. That very, now, if, if Herbert is going to have a week where he struggles a little bit and looks a little deer in headlights, that might be this Sunday. Because um, that Buffalo defense got some dogs on it. Um, at the same time, I think he'll still, you know, he'll still look good. And and the thing with that is, and we'll actually lead into the the next game, we'll 
briefly discuss Giants Bengals, but it's different because I think everybody, you know, if you watched Joe Burrow last year, some folks were like, oh, it's a one year. It's like, nah, man, if you watch this kid play and throw the football, this ain't no That's one year. Thing, man. <laughs> like, and then, like, going, we won't spend a lot of time on this, but when you're, and people got to realize when, when you're evaluating the prospect, you're looking at the traits. Right. You know, it's not all about stats. And yes, Joe Burrow had a talented, like talented offensive playmakers. But look at the ball placement. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to get to the ball. It wasn't like I'm getting him on a five-yard hitch and mm-hmm. then Justin Jefferson is running 70 yards. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase is taking a slant 70 yards to the house. That wasn't nah, these passes were on yeah. the money and through windows. So you knew. <laughs> it was like, oh, this guy got and and I don't remember, and they had some granted, like. You know, Chase is going to be a probably top four pick. Um, you know, Justin Jefferson was a first rounder. But there were not as many moments where you were like, oh, man, what a catch. Exactly. There it was, was just open. And- tons of times where I was like, <laughs> he made that throw. Like, yep. Burrow, was, Burrow was on fire. The one, <laughs> I, the one in particular is the one uh, 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 SEC championship game against Georgia. Oh, man, that Sick. dime. Sick. That dime was like, if you didn't know he had it before then. It was, it, was, it was a rap at if that you point. Are, if you were a hater then, man. even if you were a Georgia fan, then he's like, you know what? He got it. This is it. <laughs> this is it. My man's got it. Um, uh, we wish, wish Joe a speedy recovery. They get, they got a franchise quarterback, um, period. He, he's going to be – you know, I, my, it's, it's too early to say – I'm not going to say he's going to be Pat Mahomes, but, I mean, between Burrow, bet- Burrow and Herbert – you got two special guys, not just guys who are going to be good quarterbacks. I mean, guys who are going to be, it I think sucks. Elite. it sucks because they're in two organizations who historically yeah. don't do enough yeah. for their team. That's what sucked. Yeah. Now with Cincy, I'm not mad at because they're in the same division as Baltimore, but for Fair. his sake, Fair. you know, I hope he gets a, I hope he gets a little help. You know, he may can pull off, he can pull off a longer run that Andy Dalton had. Oh, for sure. But during that that span, that's when they were spending some money. Yeah. <laughs> they were spending some money. That defense was stout. And I think that's what they need to do, man. You get that defense ready. You got your quarterback. You got T. Higgins. You know, just plug in pieces. But build that O-line. Build that D-line. Hey, you're in the AFC North, man. That's, yeah. that's how you got to do it. <clears throat> yeah, they got a lot of work to still build out around the roster. And, like, you know, there's no silver lining to the injury that he suffered. So, you know, wishing him all the best and the speedy recovery. And, and by all accounts, he's a he's a good, you know, mentally tough kid. And people are like, oh, you know, it's really severe. I think he definitely tore his ACL, MCL, but some other things. But he plays quarterback. He's not a guy that that runs around and is mobile with all the technological advancements and whatnot. Now, I think he's going to come back, you know, incredibly, incredibly strong. Um, but, I mean, at least on, in Sensi's case, it's like, all right, well, we're probably going to lose out. Um, and so they just need to go ahead and print out a card with Penny Sewell's name on it. Uh, just yeah. go ahead and get printed out. Go ahead and laminate it. Uh, just have it ready. And then contract have, ready and all. Have contract. Go ahead and have them draft that up. Uh, and when your time is up, when you know when your name is called uh, in the draft, you just go ahead and turn. They don't need to be considering anyone else. There's no one else for them to consider drafting. They set Penny no. Sewell, period. um you gotta get you you gotta you got you have a franchise quarterback who i think is actually going to be an elite quarterback too you got to get him an offensive line you got to get him a left tackle period 
to that end, <clears throat> I think the Giants win. Um, this I do too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the Giants, man, um, <laughs> what's crazy, I, I like watching the Giants because it looks like they're well coached. They just don't have enough pieces. Yeah. They just, they just don't. So, yeah, I think the Giants win too. Yeah. And you know what? I'll eat my words on this too. Like, I wasn't a fan of Joe Judge. I just didn't really yeah, believe in, in what. Um, well, I don't want to say it was Joe Judge per se. I'm skeptical of Belichick disciples in general until they prove otherwise. For example, Mike Vrabel can coach his butt off. I think anybody who, you know, had reservations about that. I would want to play for Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Mike Vrabel has the mold. He reminds you of a college football coach for some yes. reason. Yes. Yeah. He's like, he'll be a great college football coach. I wanted to say that, but that's kind of disrespecting him because he's the nah, NFL. I ain't got disrespect. <laughs> I mean, if he decided, like, hey, all right, after 10 years in Tennessee, you know, we've reached our ceiling. No. I mean, he could run a big time <laughs> college football program. Bro, he can go to Michigan and win national titles. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that dude can coach, man. Yeah, man. And everybody loves him. Yeah, man. Um, to that end, like I don't know if Joe Judge is gonna be Mike Vrabel, but Joe Judge can coach. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, they 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 competed against Tampa Bay. They lost that game by two. Uh, they lost to the Eagles a few weeks ago by one. Like all of their games are except for San Francisco beat them down and then Pittsburgh beat them down the first week of the season. Um, like you mentioned, yeah, they they they're, they're well coached, they got something that they're building, they just don't have enough talent surrounding them, especially with Saquon gone. Now, yeah. I do think there is still an element with them of depending upon how these last few weeks go, do we hang on to Daniel Jones? Not that you go into the off season actively saying we have to replace this guy, but yeah. they could end well, where up where you fall. Exactly. Where you fall in the draft. Like, they probably won't be high enough to take Trevor Lawrence, but they might be high enough to thank Justin Fields or Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, we'll have, I'm sure we'll have that conversation a whole lot between now and May, but I think the Giants get it done this week, um, <clears throat> this week against Cincinnati. Um, let's play on to one more. Chiefs Buccaneers seems to be the, uh, what they call that, game of the week, whatever, Fox. I think, it's the, I, I think it's the game of the week. Oh, okay, yeah, whatever they try to tell us. Um, yeah. I, I honestly don't think this is much of a game. I think I, don't I, I could be wrong. I think Kansas City beats Tampa by two touchdowns. Uh, the same because <laughs> – if you've been watching Tampa, not not, I'm not even thinking about the offensive side with Tampa Bay. Defense. With the defensive side, the corners have their eyes in the backfield all game. They like to gamble, they so they get beat a lot. Uh-huh. And those linebackers are the best run stopping duo in the league, but they can't they can't cover. Nope. So now you got Travis Kelsey. All right, you got to deal with Tyreek Hill. You got to deal with Sammy Watkins, Miko Hartman. Uh, uh, Clyde Edwards Larry, you got to deal with all of that, and you have corners who aren't disciplined, <laughs> and you have linebackers who can't cover. It's gonna be bad, it's not, it's not gonna happen. The only way it can happen is Tom Brady puts up, you know, 35 points. Yep, and he has been doing that consistently. Now, whether that's you know, chemistry, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, you haven't been able to do it. And yeah, I don't think it's going to be, I think it's two touchdowns. You know, there's six scores. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they're 16th in passing yards per game allowed, but that's with like, they haven't paid, they haven't played any gang busting quarterbacks, for example, like 
Uh-uh. I mean, they played the they played Teddy Bridgewater in the Panthers, Drew Lock in the Broncos. Now Justin Herbert did slice them up. They came out of that game. They lost to the Bears. I mean, Aaron Rodgers sliced them up. Derek Carr. Uh, they played well against the Raiders that week, but like they they're, they're giving up. They're in the middle of the road as far as in pass defense, having not had to play too many gangbusters as far as from the quarterback position. Honestly, bro, I think if if they're able to. If they're able to show any sort of offensive firepower, them as in Tampa, Tom Brady, yeah, he could throw for 425 yards this Sunday. And all that would mean to me is that Pat Mahomes threw for 500. I mean, I'm thinking this is like 42-28 Kansas City. I, I don't see this game being close. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. Is it on Sunday night? Uh, 425. Oh, my man, Jim Nance uh, and Tony Romo. Uh, Romo, Romo, they're going <laughs> – Romo going to be Romo, calling out play. Romo's going to have a hard time of uh, uh, saying Tom Brady is struggling. <laughs> every announcer, and Tom Brady's the GOAT, but every announcer finds a way to not put it on Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm like, stop. At, at the, like, he's the quarterback. Yeah. He's got to find a way, dog. It's okay. It's okay it's to say okay he's not playing he's well. He's struggling. <laughs> He's the greatest of all time. Cool. But it's okay that he's struggling right now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I think I think Kansas City is going to Super Bowl. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. NFC East. I don't think we want to spend as much time with us as we thought we were. Unfortunately, somebody has to win this division. Here's a funny thing. You don't know the point differentials for every team in this division are. Minus 34, <laughs> minus 41, oh minus 83, Minus 27. The team who, if they win today, we're recording this on Thanksgiving. If they win today, they're going to go first place. They have a minus 83 win dif- I mean, point differential. That's Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I knew it. Uh, <laughs> defund the NFC East. Um, who, who wins this trash division, man? Man, it's – you know what, I – I saved this, so I, I wasn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to look at the remaining schedules. I want to do it right here. Oh. All right. So you got Cowboys. Cowboy have, Cowboys have Washington, Baltimore, B, uh, the Bengals, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys. Uh, I'm sorry, the Giants. I think they lose today. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I think Washington is a better coach football team. Cowboys have the better roster, but the better roster doesn't mean anything. No. Uh, I think they lose today. I think Baltimore gets them. Uh, they probably beat the Bengals and a handicapped 49ers team. Mm. So at best, they're three and three, two and four. Uh, yeah. Let's look at the, the division leader, which is the Eagles. So they were smart enough tie. to tie a game. Yeah, man. So it's not in the <laughs> loss column. <laughs> but you got the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, the Cardinals. Man, then you end with Cowboys and Washington. That's you're going zero and four the next four weeks. Yeah, that's. <laughs> crazy. I'm sorry, you're going zero and four. So you're two and four. I'm looking at the Giants. They have the Bengals, Seattle, Cardinals, Browns, um, Ravens, and the Cowboys. Like literally, all of these teams may very well go two and four. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, the Eagles are going to win the division. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm not even confident in this pick. I'm just going by kind of the, you know, their last six games. 
because they're all facing the same opponents because NFC East uh, and AFC North, you know, are tied together. They're all facing the same opponents. Uh, man, I'm, I think the Eagles are going to win it somehow just because of that tie. Oh, it's so bad. Um, and, and basically all they're playing for is the right to get steamrolled by Seattle or Tampa or Arizona uh, in the wild card game. Look, yeah, I mean, if I had my way, I would just say, look, no one can make the playoffs from the division this year. Um, I don't much care. I think whoever wins the division gets steamrolled by, by three or more t- – not maybe not three, that's exaggerating – by ten or more points in the wild card game, but – I think it's Philly, not because I like them, not because I want them to win. It's the same thing you mentioned. It's they got a tie. It's one less thing in the loss column. Yeah. So um and and think about this, like Carson Winston has been awful. Man, we gotta talk about that later. He's he's been awful. Um, so part of me wants to ask who's the best quarterback? <laughs> because I don't know, Ooh. but I want to say Carson Wentz, even though he's been awful this year. Bro, it might but be Daniel Jones, bro. It, it might be. <laughs> but I'm thinking about, okay, what did we see last year? He was pretty bad at the beginning of the year. And for some some way, the last, what, uh, four to six games, he just yeah. found a way. He That's found true. a way. So kind of history of uh, being in that situation may help them too. And they may sneak off a win against, you know, Arizona. Or, yeah. you know, they might sneak uh, a New Orleans because they're at home. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Eagles. I'd put absolutely no money on it or faith in it. But um, yeah, de- delete the NFC, just contract the entire division. Um, and then we gotta keep watching them on like TV, like on you know, Thanksgiving, they on Monday night. Like, man, Lord help us. Anyway, um, moving on to a playoff picture that is a little more um what's the word? Uh, competitive. And just talented. Very competitive. <laughs> AFC wild card picture right now, again, because seven teams uh, make the playoffs. So we have three teams that are going to make the wild card in each uh, conference right now. Tennessee, Cleveland sit at seven and three, seeds five and six, respectively. Um, Las Vegas wins tiebreakers right now, six and four. They would be the seven seed. And you've got Baltimore at eight uh, and Miami at nine. So effectively, you know, one, two, three, four, five teams competing. Uh, for three spots. Uh, how you got this thing shaking out down the stretch? Um, well, Indy, Indy and Tennessee are kind of the um, – they're actually playing for the division. Yeah. Or competing, competing for the division. Um, I think I, – I like Indy more than I do Tennessee. And it's not because of the quarterback position. <laughs> but, man, I love their defense. And – when Phillip Rivers is actually on, he's on. It's just a matter of a, if you have a bad game out of him, you're dead. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah, it, it, it's bad. So I'm looking at Tennessee's schedule. Um, they have the Colts. All right, they have the Colts Sunday, and it's at Indy. Indy got him the first time. I actually think Indy's going to get him again. Hmm. Um, so the, they have the Colts, Browns, Jags, Lions, Packers, Texans. I think they go three and three. Huh. I think they go three and three. Um, I think the I think Indy wins that division. And if you're looking for okay, now since they won that division, now you're fighting for the wild card spot. 
So you have Tennessee, you have Cleveland, you have Las Vegas, and you have Baltimore. I'm not even including Miami just because no. I think they're going two and four the rest. Their, their yeah. schedule is tougher than anybody else's. Yeah. I think they lose against the Bills, Raiders, Patriots, and the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I like them, but not this year. Next yeah, year for yeah. sure. But All right, so now I'm looking at Las Vegas. I think they're in. They beat the Falcons. They beat the Jets. Toss up against the Colts. All right, they have Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, Broncos. I'm looking at four and two for them. I'm looking at four and two. Baltimore, I think, have the easiest remaining schedule. All right, if they can somehow, if they can somehow beat the Steelers, if they can get their four players back that we mentioned, I'm looking at five and one to cap the season off. Huh. All right, they're six and four, five and one puts them at eleven and five. They're in that, you know, they're that sixth or seventh seed. All right, so now you're looking at Cleveland and Tennessee. Sorry, Cleveland fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Cleveland fans. But you have um, Tennessee, Baltimore, and the Steelers are the, the games that pop out. All right. If you want to get in, you got to win one of those at yeah. least because your other two are Jags, Giants, and Jets. All right. I'm not discounting the Giants because, like we mentioned, that team is well coached. All right. It's going to be at New York. All right. We don't know. I think Miles Garrett has been out um, a few weeks. You don't have that 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 number one receiver in Odell, uh, Odell Beckham. Um, and the Giants are just going to keep getting better. Yeah. So I'm thinking at best Cleveland ends at three and three in this six run stretch. All right. One of those losses against Baltimore. All right. Even if they tie with the same record as Baltimore, Baltimore has the tiebreaker over them uh-huh. because I think they're going to beat them twice and they've already beat them once. So uh, I think Cleveland is the odd team out. Yeah, we're not too far off, man. I mean, I, I went ahead and took took Miami off in the same way. Um, I think, you know, they're, they're coming. Love what they're building. Love Tua, but if you watch any part of that game on Sunday against Denver, where Tua got pulled for some hope of some late Fitz magic, um, you saw that there's there's still some there's some things they need to work out, some kinks, some coaching, some offseason development, so on and so forth. Um, and plus, they still got to play the Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, and Bills. So there's that as well. So there's the element of it's a year early, and then it's like they're gonna go two and four down the stretch. But eight and eight would be a good step forward for them. So for the other team, the other four, I, I agree with you. I do think the Colts win the division. I'm less bullish on this Sunday because I'm not sure if the fourth Buckner is going to play. I know he recently got put on reserve COVID list. And yes, I do think he's that bigger part of their defense. Um, but I can see the Colts still figuring that out. So then it's down to, again, Titans, Browns, Ravens, Raiders. Actually, I'm a, I'm a little bit um, differing with you. I, I think Cleveland and Baltimore finish uh, with 11 wins. Here's the reason The reason why for that, not necessarily because I think Cleveland is that good, it's because I think they finished with 11 wins instead of 10 because I see a universe to where Pittsburgh knows going into that last game. Uh, I didn't think about that. Because yeah, they're going to be the one. They're going to be the one. Um, the only well, one. It's only one by. It's only one by. Right. And so I, I, I do think that they'll know prior to that whether or not they're going to be the one with the only bye week or, or whether 
uh, the Chiefs are going to be able to to, to well, overtake that. Exactly, I feel you. Because um, being if if they haven't locked up, Ben is not playing. They're not risking that, right? And if Ben is not playing, Cleveland should win that game. Exactly, and yeah. and that's that that's my that's sort of my thought process there. In that, you know, I mean, I think Kansas City wins this week. They beat Tampa, um, and then they've got Denver the week after. And they go at Miami the week after. The differentiating factor for me is they go to New Orleans on December 20th. I think they lose that game. And so in my mind, with them losing that game, I think that makes it easy for Pittsburgh to know, all right, we've got the one seat locked up. I think Pittsburgh might honestly go 15-1, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> Wait, is that um, is that that, that uh, Chiefs-Saints game how many weeks? It's uh, December 20th at New Orleans. Oh. Bree should be back by then. Bree should be exact. And that's what I that's what I was <clears throat> that's what that's that's what I was thinking. So um yeah, I mean it's it's uh and that's what leaves sort of a lot of stuff up in here. And it's the reason why, you know, when people start putting up, oh, I think this team makes it and this team makes it like this is why our show is so great. We dive into the specifics. Kelly just broke down the records for <laughs> Got you. Got to, man. You know, so um, but I think that can be that can be a big, a big portion of it. So honestly, I, th- I think Baltimore gets to eleven wins. And I, and, I, and I think they, I think they make the playoffs. Um, I think you end up with Tennessee, Cleveland, and Las Vegas all at ten wins. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I know what the tiebreakers are going to be in that situation. Um, you know, other people can lie to you. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, if I had to say which of the, which of those two teams is better than the other, I would say I want Vegas, and I would say I want Tennessee. Um, but assuming let's let's play the other side, right? Assuming Pittsburgh does not know, you know, they go into that final game. Kansas City needs to beat the Chargers in Week 17 to get the one seed. Pittsburgh needs to beat Cleveland. Then I think Cleveland only wins 10 games. Um, so basically, if Pittsburgh has something to play for going into Week 17, I think they beat. The, I think they beat the Browns. If they don't, obviously they got a lot of old guys, especially Big Ben. They rest. You know. Um, Cleveland wins that game. So I'll put you this way. If Pittsburgh has it locked up by week 17, I think Cleveland makes the playoffs. If they don't, I think it's Titans, Raiders, Ravens. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I go with that. But the team, out of all of those, all right, out of all of those teams, four will be a wild card, obviously, because um, one of the, either – Tennessee or Indy would be the division mm-hmm. uh, champ. So out of those teams, Indianapolis, Tennessee, Baltimore, Cleveland, Las Vegas, who don't teams want to see? Oh, Vegas. Yeah. Thinking the same thing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not even <laughs> – people are like, you say that as a Baltimore fan. I'm not even worried about Derrick Henry this postseason. I'm just – I'm not – especially if I'm Kansas City or – especially from Pittsburgh. Um, I ain't worried about that guy. I don't want to see Vegas because that offensive line is ridiculous. Josh Jacobs, he going to bring some wood to you as well. And then they got got they got some, they got some dudes on the outside. Henry Ruggs is, uh, you know, is my thing that F you mentality when that ball is in the air, Henry Ruggs got it. Darren Waller got it. Like good luck. They can pound you. They can move you on in the line of scrimmage. And when they're ready to go deep, they got guys really who you can just throw it up. Like, oh, rugs down there somewhere or down the middle. All right, Darren, I'm just going to toss it up for you. Go get that thing. Um, 
every phase of the game they they've 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 got they've got a response to you know yep. um yeah i don't want to play Vegas. <laughs> yeah I, I agree and they have the quarterback man <laughs> they, right. they, Derek Carr is playing with some confidence and yeah man I, i've never i haven't seen him play this well even um i can't remember what year what, a few years back when they made the postseason but he oh yeah uh, he got hurt at the end he's playing in my opinion better than he was mm-hmm. then. He's playing with more confidence mm-hmm. he has a much better offensive line dude is stepping up in the pocket like he just doesn't care like people are around him because the offensive line is literally building a wall Beast. for him and then they're not one-dimensional Nope. He can throw for 350 and they're going to have 120 yards rushing. Yeah. They can do everything, man. They can rush the passer. So I think that is the scariest wild card team. That's the one if I wouldn't be surprised if they made it to the AFC championship game. Bro, I was about to say, man, like, look, if, if it's the best, I'm not picking they, they have the best shot of beating Kansas City. I was just about to say, I'm not picking them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You had to they ask to- me. Which of these teams would you pick to beat Kansas City? I'm picking Vegas easily. This, this is only year three with Mayock and Gruden. So they came in, they got rid of some players they drafted. Second year, um, which is where they drafted this. Now they're getting who they want on offense, who they want on defense. Imagine they made the postseason. They get another offseason of, all right, this is the team we're building. We have our offensive line. Give Carr maybe a few more weapons, but let's just focus on his back end on his defense. Mm-hmm. And I love Arnett. I love Abrams. Dog. But you know, you you always need more secondary guys. They I think they need uh, more inside linebacker help. So yeah, man, they're building the team the right way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm looking at the other teams. I, I, obviously, the Bills are going to be in, and I like the Bills, right? But you know, like I said, if you gave me a pick of who do I think has the best shot of beating, including Pittsburgh. Things I think is including Vegas. Pittsburgh. I think bit I think Bills are constructed to give the Chiefs a run for their money as well. Yeah. But I think the Raiders have it a little more just because their offensive line is dominant. Yeah, man. Beast. Now Incognito did have season ending surgery, but still they've got the depth there. Doesn't Again, make, exactly because they got Mayock. <laughs> and Trent Brown hasn't played in yeah, I forgot what he had going on, but when he gets back. Man, Dude, you, you just plugging him in and his backup is just ready. I'm telling you, they better hope, you know, Vegas f- finishes 10 and six and loses out on some some tiebreakers or whatever else it is, um, because that team easily they could they could be Tennessee 2020 get to the AFC title game. And look, like you said, if they I, if they if it's Chiefs Raiders AFC title game, I'm not going to say I'm going to instantly pick pick Vegas, but. If the Raiders ended up going to the Super Bowl, that's not surprising. It's a division yeah. game. They know each other. They got the comfortability. The the they got the personnel to really come. I mean, that's what they've been building. When both of those guys showed up, like it was clear what Kansas City was building. You know, we didn't maybe we didn't know Mahomes was going to be as great as he is, but you know they had Andy Reid. They were they were applying the weapons. They've done something right there. Um, as a little closeout, we talked about who has the best shot of beating uh, Kansas City in the AFC. Uh, not necessarily who we think is going to come out of the NFC, but which NFC playoff team would have the best shot of beating Kansas City in the Super Bowl? Uh, um, 
My answer pains me. I know you're going to say a healthy Saints team. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought there first. Yeah. Um, Cause, and I don't want to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We got, we got to be real, bro. A, a healthy Saints team, <laughs> but I like the Rams, man. Ooh. I like the Rams. I will pick, I will, I will pick the Saints first to beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Or have the best chance of beating the Chiefs. Yeah. But I do like what the Rams are doing. Um, man, Sean McVay said, you know what? I'm not going to let a repeat of last year happen. Bro, he, he back. Fooled all us. <laughs> he is back. And they, my words on that, too. Exactly. They have Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> and they have Aaron Donald. They're able to run the ball. They're able to spread the ball out. They play like the Chiefs. Now, granted, maybe that's not one of your words on because, like, Sean McVay was – he wasn't bad last year. But, you know, there was definitely a drop-off, and it was a noticeable drop-off. But he's done or did what great coaches do, made adjustments. And so now he's firmly, I think, in that camp of, you know, all right, this guy, he can be in L.A. for 30, 35 years if he wants to. Um, Honestly, I think – like you said, I think the Saints have the best chance. Next up, I will put the Rams – as good as Aaron Rodgers is, has been, and still is, I couldn't see them beating Kansas City just because Kansas City has – they break down a lot on – they bend but don't break. And the thing about Kansas City, this is why you always need to – you get, again, building a football team. Quarterback, protect the quarterback, find guys who are going to get the other quarterback. All right? Kansas City's going to give up a crap ton of yards, but they got guys who when you need it in the fourth quarter, on third and six, they're going to get to the quarterback. Like – Football is hard, but then again, it's not that hard. It's <laughs> simple, but it's hard. <laughs> um, and and so that's and, and they got guys who could get to get to get to Aaron Rodgers. So I think we might be seeing a repeat of that uh, that Rams Saints NFC title game, and then maybe we get another pass interference call that sends the Saints home um, and end for me. That would that would be. We might, man. But look, <laughs> you're gonna have Ramsey on Michael Thomas all Ooh. night. Ooh, slant man. Slant man, slant. <laughs> You ain't cooking Ramsey on slants all night. Oh, man. That's going to be fun. We need that. We need that. We do. That's a bet. All right, bro. Well, appreciate you checking in on this week's episode. Um, Again, y'all enjoy a happy, wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, If you're going out on Black Friday, be safe out here. I know this is America, but coronavirus is still real. Um, for even if you act like it doesn't, it isn't. Um, so wear your mask, wash your hands. Don't go around your grandparents. Um, you know, just basically care about other human beings, you know, um, and enjoy football. We got a lot of it to watch. All right. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all next week on 22.